Robin Hood. The art of cinema was still newborn when the merry archer in those green tights appeared in his first film. The film was called Robin Hood and His Merry Men and was directed by Percy Stew in 1908. The legend of Robin Hood was by then of course already hundreds of years old, tracing its origins to the late 1300s and then evolved in numerous variations through the centuries in songs, plays and books. But the cinema was a perfect new world for the classic character, and during the past 111 years there has been so many Robin Hood films that it's almost impossible to count them. The latest version arrived in cinemas last year, an action-oriented popcorn flick with the ever-so-charming Taron Egerton as the hooded archer, Jamie Foxx as his trusted friend Little John, and Ben Mendelsohn as the evil sheriff of Nottingham. Goodbye Kansas did some VFX for that film, so we thought it would be a good idea to devote an entire episode of Yellowbrick Road to this classic character, Robin Hood. What are the best and worst Robin Hoods from the past? How has he evolved since 1908 and why do audiences never get tired of him? Today, the Yellowbrick Road leads straight to Sherwood Forest. Hi everybody, I'm Nils Lagren and this is the Merry Podcast Yellowbrick Road and today we're going to talk a lot about outlaws wearing green tights. Here to help me track down the cinema history of Robin Hood, I have two movie buffs from Goodbye Kansas, executive producers Matilda Olson and Anton Söderhell. Welcome to Sherwood Forest, friends. Thank you. Upwards and onwards. What? <laughs> <laughs> to infinity and beyond. So I asked you to dive into the history of Robin Hood at cinema. Was it fun to revisit some of the old Robin Hood films? So much fun. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these... It was a long time ago since I saw them. Mm-hmm. So it was super fun to actually see them again. Like, the story is perfect for matinee movies. Yeah. And so most of them are. Uh, which means that you probably saw them when you were a kid. And you maybe haven't seen them since then. So it was super fun. Before we dive into the actual films, why do you think that this myth is so successful? It has everything a good myth needs. Yeah. Uh, When it comes to characters and story arcs and it has some outdoors life, there's some kind of romantic picture of... Mm. Friends doing stuff in the, the forest <laughs> together. Grown men <laughs> doing stuff together. Grown men having fun in the yeah. forest. <laughs> but like Robin Hood is very, very close to heart for me. Uh, growing up, he was one of the my uh, role models. I, I grew up on the, the verge of the, the forest. Yeah. So I was always out in the forest playing. Uh, I convinced my parents to buy me a bow and arrow so I could be on the the lawn and (laughs) shoot arrows. And I thought, one day I'm going to be as good as him. I'm going to split that arrow. (laughs) So Anton is our bow and arrow expert today. Yeah, Yeah, sure. (laughs) Thanks. No pressure. (laughs) As you know, I have a soft spot for really old films. So let me first just briefly walk us (laughs) through some... (laughs) Let's... uh, Let's talk about some 
early examples of Robin Hood. Uh, that, that 1908 version I talked about in the intro, it was followed by a bunch of other silent films. Uh, but the first truly great Robin Hood film on screen was the one that arrived in 1922, directed by Alan Dwan, with the legendary film star Douglas Fairbanks. And Fairbanks, he was the biggest star of 1920s Hollywood, and his films were always big. And his ego was also really big. So the title of this film is actually Douglas Fairbanks in Robin Hood. <laughs> I love <laughs> that. <laughs> I assume you haven't seen it. I actually haven't. No. 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 Uh, it's over two hours long. But, but you, you can see the entire film in a good restored copy on YouTube. Uh, I've actually only seen parts of it. But as silent movies go, it's actually quite good. Many, uh, thanks to Douglas Fairbanks, he's very charming. And, and he was famous for doing his own stunts, and his films were always filled with lots of stunts. But for this film, which was one of the most expensive films ever made at that time, uh, the producers didn't want him to get injured. They didn't want to risk that, so they forced him to use the stunt double. <laughs> and then they did a scene where, in which that stunt double would run up a chain uh, on a closing drawbridge on a, on a castle. And, and the stunt double arrived at the set and everyone thought, well, he's great and he even looks a bit like Douglas Fairbanks. And, and he did the stunt, it was great yeah. and everyone was amazed. And then it turned out that it was Douglas Fairbanks <laughs> <laughs> pretending to be his own stunt double. <laughs> He just oh, couldn't stay away from doing his own stunts. Yeah. So it was a bit well, like... Good, like He needs to deserve the, the name in yeah, the title as yeah. well. So, yeah. It was a bit like the, the Tom Cruise of the 1920s. Love yeah. <laughs> it. You complete me. And I just... Had shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. And this film is also famous for being the first Hollywood film to have a classic stars on the red carpet style kind of Hollywood premiere. And Grahman's Egyptian mm. would have loved to be there. That's fantastic yeah. having that for a Robin Hood film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's big, that guy, Robin Hood. But as classic Robin Hoods go, the version from 1938 is probably the most famous one. That's the one with Errol Flynn, the Technicolor film The Adventures of Robin Hood. It also features Olivier de Havilland as a Lady Marion and Olivier de Havilland is actually still around. She's 102 years oh. old now. That's amazing. And many people feel that this is the best Robin Hood. Me included, actually. I, I kind of like it. It's a really matinee thing. And yeah. the, it's very classical. Yeah, and, and the Technicolor, it looks like... Yeah. Oof, it's mm-hmm. it's yeah. amazing. And, and those, I, those I tights are so green. <laughs> <laughs> and when you imagine Robin Hood, that's what you see, I think. Like yeah. That's yeah. The, the classic part. The shape of the hat. Exactly. Like I some, of, some of those. Uh, There's a lot of tights in that one. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> all those stairs at the horizon. <laughs> it's a lot of, of yeah. epic shots. But, yeah. but some of the sets are actually inspired by the Douglas Fairbanks one from mm-hmm. 22. Mm-hmm. So it's all connected. Uh, and like all in, in the Mel Brooks one that we might mention later in this episode, <laughs> that there's lots of things from this film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, an interesting thing is that, that we're used to seeing the sheriff of Nottingham as the real bad guy. But in this film, he's just a minor part. The, yeah. the really bad guy is Sir Guy of Gisborne, mm-hmm. played by the wonderful yeah. Basil Rathbone. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite actors, actually. And another fun trivia, uh, the guy who played Little John, 
he was called Alan Hale Sr. He also played Little John in the Fairbanks version in 1922. Oh, and then he played Little John again in another Robin Hood in 1950, Rogues of the Sherwood Forest. Wow. Huh? So he was born to play this role. (laughs) Like, what, 30 years spanning of the same character? Just doing the same part over and over. (laughs) Okay, enough of my oldest now. What Robin Hoods do you have up your sleeves, Matilda? I think there's uh, some typical Robin Hood movies that you think of, which are the later ones. So, I don't know where to start. (laughs) Obviously, uh, the Disney version. Yes. Oh, yeah, the animated yeah. one. From 73. Mm. I think that's probably the one that most people have seen. Mm. I'm guessing. I don't know, but... The fun thing is, I don't know a single quote from that, cause I, in English. Because oh, yeah, no. we grew up so yeah. I, with the dubbed <laughs> version in Swedish. Yeah. <laughs> and we know all those lines. Oh, I would school again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Robin Hood. Exactly. Best one ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you all know the Swedish stuff but and the songs, which are great. Mm. Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest, laughing back and forth at what the other has to say. Reminiscing this and that and having such a good time. Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day. Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day. So I guess that's uh, one of the classical ones. Yeah. yeah. And also like Swedish, it feels like one of those you always see the clip during Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, as a kid, you saw it uh, a few times. Yeah. Well, I did. Oh yeah. I also had the film uh, since I'm so extremely old. <laughs> there were no such thing as VHS when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we had uh, uh, the film on uh, the soundtrack on vinyl oh. and just played it over and over oh. again. So that's where I know all the lines. Mm. Yeah, of course. Nice. Yeah, but I think that's a good one. I love that they've portrayed it with animals mm. and all the animals fight and they fit quite good. Into yeah. their characters, which I love. And the characters are his, Sir Vass in the Swedish, <laughs> very important. Um, uh, he's an excellent character and he's not really portrayed in any of the other Robin Hood movies, what, what I know of. No, it's uh, just probably an invention for that one. But I love that character. <laughs> Yeah, no, but I, I totally agree. Like, it's such a smart move uh, finding the characteristics in uh, all the characters in the mm. original story and portraying them as animals and since they're in the forest. Yeah. And I think it talks to, to everyone. Yeah. And you can really see, oh, yeah, just like my friend. He's also like a bear or oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and you animation buffs out there, uh, look at the dance party sequence in Sherwood and compare those moves oh, with yeah. classic scenes from Snow White, for example. It's the same one. It's the same kind of animation. Yeah. And uh, it's little John in the lake as well, or in the water. Yeah. Oh, yeah that's that's the same as Jungle Book, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. He's very much like Baloo. Yeah. yeah. Also has some same animation yeah. Yeah. on him. Yeah. Practical to reuse it. Yeah. Okay, so do we have uh, some <clears throat> not animated example? Oh, yes. Yeah. Should we go for it? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Our favorite one. Uh, yeah, we talked a bit 
before this, and this is <laughs> definitely... It's uh, the best film ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Anton is in love Scratched with this movie. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Ah, uh, the epic Kevin Costner. Yes. The uh, excellent movie. Came out in '91, uh, so it has a, a few years. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kind of before the whole VFX era as yeah. well. Although uh, this was the same year as Terminator 2. True. Which yeah. is quite VFX heavy. But there's only one camera. I know. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 it's very much a 90s film. It feels 90s with, with this yes. power ballad music and like yeah. these young stars. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Reynolds who directed it and then of course Kevin Costner is doing like a Robin Hood that's That's my inner picture of Robin Hood. <laughs> Even though his hairstyle is, is not It's too, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but he's good. I'm sorry, Anton, but it's terrible. Yeah, but he's good. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Morgan Freeman as Asim, the, the Muslim sidekick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just think it's... The amazing Alan Rickman yes. as the sheriff, yeah. which steals uh, the entire movie, I think, but... It's so over the top, but still in but context. You know, yeah. and you know that he he uh, turned down the part two times because he thought the script was terrible. Mm. And then the director told him that, okay, you can do whatever you want with this character. <laughs> Just say yes to this movie. And he was like, okay. Sure. So then. he brought in, I think he has like a, uh, he had a friend that was a comedian that wrote new lines for him. What? Yeah, and that's why he's so funny in this. <laughs> he's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, like, a lot of this is his own uh, doing. Would you prefer pain or death? Death. Torture. There are many things in, in that film that, that kind of change the Robin Hood films of the future, too. Mm. For, for example, uh, this portrayal of the sheriff of Nottingham. Uh, everyone yeah. since have tried to be as good as Alan Rickman, yeah. but also the, the Morgan Freeman character. Yeah, to include someone from the, this whole Holy War Crusade thing. Yeah, was not in the earlier ones. I think. No, and I think that's like a perfect start as well. Uh, I mean, the legend of Robin Hood. It's there's no like truth or no, uh, exactly. a one yeah. and only truth to it. So you have to interpret it in in different ways. And I think. The introduction when they're in the prison, mm. uh, they've been in prison for like five years. Mm. And when uh, Robin Hood is like taking the, the yeah chop of my hand instead of yeah. the other one who's going to lose his hand. And you see the connection between him and uh, Asim in that scene because he gets some kind of respect even though they're on uh, opposing forces. There's like, okay, I can I can respect this man. And then it's... Yeah, when uh, Robin does that move of like pulling in the <laughs> the other guy's arm. Hilarious. In. It's so good. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> This is English courage. But yeah, and I think, do you say Guy of Gisborne or is it Guy of Gisborne? I always say Guy of Gisborne. Yeah, because I'm thinking English, he's right? having some French. Yeah, it's it's the, Norman. I'd say. Oh, It's like yeah. Fond de Boeuf mm-hmm. oh, in Ivanhoe, for yeah. example. Oh, yeah. yeah. Strap uh, him! <laughs> yeah. But he's portrayed by uh, Michael Wincott, 
and he's making a really, really good uh, role as well, I think, oh, yeah. alongside Alan Rickman, because he's so grounded and so evil, where yeah. Alan Rickman does his <laughs> almost... Uh, but he's yeah. not as good as Basil Rathbone in 1938. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, but, but I think it's, um, like it's a very, very nice take on the story without straying too much from the the mm. actual legend you have them in their roles even though they get to play within theirs uh, yeah. those like traditional characters or their traditional roles and then we have the, the classic cameo at the end yes oh, yeah. I, i was actually i saw it on cinema when it came uh, i think it was the premiere or at least it was fairly new and at that moment when king richard appears and he's Sean Connery. <laughs> Then the entire cinema was like, "Wow!" Everyone was cheering and applauding. Yeah, It's yeah. Sean Connery. It's awesome. Who actually played played uh, Robin Hood as well? Yeah, in that Robin and Marion, I think it's called yeah. uh, against uh, Audrey Hepburn. Wow. Uh, and I think yeah. it's about uh, Robin Hood in his older days. He's married. Uh, yeah, to, he's like a Marianne. veteran uh, yeah. Robin Hood. He's mm. that's actually funny because he's uh, Sean Connery was 45 when he played that part mm. and Russell Crowe is 45 playing Robin Hood origin mm. story in his movie from mm. 2000. Yeah. Which leads oh, we'll us get to, to that. Yeah. No, we need to stay with Prince Sorry. of Thieves. Okay, for, we're with yeah. Yeah. We just, there's a few scenes in that yeah. film we need to, <laughs> yeah. to talk about. And also, Sean Connery, when he played uh, Richard Lionheart, yeah. he's 61 years old. He's supposed to play a 37-year-old Richard. Which is also hilarious, but, it's Sean <laughs> but it doesn't it doesn't matter because it's Sean Connery. So yeah. it's like, be how old you ever want to be. It's, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> and the movie is hilarious. When I saw it when I was a kid, and then it like a lot of stuff passes over your head, mm. and mm. then you haven't seen it since then. And when you saw it now, it's just amazing. And all these funny parts about this movie that just like you totally forgot about, yeah. or didn't even notice it the yeah. first time around. It's so good. Where it's like <laughs> when you watch this and you're confused, is this Prince of Thieves or is it Men in Tights? Yeah. Where it's like <laughs> some of the the jokes are just like, what? Yeah. Is this supposed to be serious or is yeah. it like a comedy or where yeah. <laughs> where are we in this But movie? Which feels, is hilarious. Yeah. It feels so fresh watching it. Yeah. Uh, especially no. sorry, especially <laughs> Alan Rickman's and Call of Christmas. It's just oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. that's <laughs> a classic. That's a true classic. That's all the kitchen scraps for lepers and orphans. No more merciful beheadings. And call off Christmas. <laughs> But it, it, it feels so fresh watching it now because uh, it's before the the era of blockbusters. Like I think the the line goes with Independence Day. That's when mm. that kind of template started to really solidify in Hollywood. But this was m more like it's all over the place. It's mm. yeah. it's uh, super like scary at points, or at least very graphical violence. And then it goes into those super comedic moments. It has the like the rom com tone to it. There's also some really, really good drama. I think the... The Christian Slater. Yeah, the, the scene with Christian yeah. Slater when he reveals that he is the, the younger brother of Robin mm. Hood. That's a fairly strong emotional moment. Yeah. Uh, and like, I, I couldn't see someone making a movie like this today where it's like all over the spectrum because it, yeah. it has something for everyone. Without plans for a sequel or franchise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just a one-off. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I mean, the scene when Robin meets the Merry Men, when the they're crossing, yeah, the yeah, outlaws. They're crossing the, the river. They're crossing the river, yeah. and uh, John Little comes up <laughs> and oh challenges him yeah. to a duel in the water. Which <laughs> <laughs> also has an, a hilarious scene in Men in Tights. Yes. Where they do a parody of this scene, which mm. is awesome. Excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Hey, look, man, you don't have to do this. Look. This ain't exactly the Mississippi. I'm on one side. See? I'm on the other side. I'm on the east bank. I'm on the west bank. <laughs> it is not that critical. I mean, you could take anything in this movie and just talk about it, probably. But the um, uh, when uh, Will Scarlet, the Christian Slater character, when he uh, is going to throw a knife at Robin and he turns around and shoots his uh, hand with the arrow... Oh yeah, mm. yeah, <laughs> and it's like also kind of setting the the start of their the conflict mm. or the the I want to love you but I can't really love you because you just hurt me and then it just puts him on this <laughs> other story character arc. I, it's yeah. just so so well played of them to to put it there, um, and it has a training montage. Come Love on, it. it's like Love Rocky. It. <laughs> <laughs> you have these yep. like merry men in the forest. They can't shoot at all. They're yeah. like there's even this arrow that bounces off the 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 target. Mm. <laughs> it looks like someone threw that arrow in. <laughs> so it's so Probably hilarious. Did, yeah, most likely. Yeah. But then they end the whole montage with a classic. Uh, splitting an arrow with yeah. another arrow mm. and that's like you need that shot it's yeah. not Robin Hood if you don't no, have no, that shot yeah. and then of course like the money shot that was I think it was on some of the posters Yeah. when um, uh, they're attacking the castle in the end and there's an explosion in the background And uh, Robin fires a burning arrow mm. to save Will. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Slow oh, motion. Yeah, this, this movie. Yeah, I know. But that's also what we talked about before. I love that this movie is... Uh, it's relatively small-scaled. It's a big movie, mm. but it's not set... In the, it doesn't have these epic scenery shots and like a bunch of money shots in there mm. that's been like, oh yeah, and this happens and this happens. They have one and that's like the slow-mo yeah. fire arrow mm. yeah. shot and that's all, where all the money went or something. Um, and they blew up the, <laughs> the um, fort or castle, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And uh, like the sets aren't that big either. It feels no, it's like, like yeah, we'll in just, ruins. yeah, we'll just take this one. It kind of looks like a castle. Yeah, set dress it a little, and then it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> and no like yeah. set extensions uh, digitally after. It's just like it's a landscape. Yeah, here there's we are. a ruin of an old castle. Love like, it. yeah, let's have some extras. Roll Make it look like yeah. <laughs> roll. Uh, yeah, yeah, so you nice. kind of like that, and that's the thing what you love about all these 80s, early 90s movies. Yeah. yeah. That it's not... Yeah, but also looking at it, there are so many scenes where... Action scenes where it's actually the actors doing it. So it looks yeah. super sloppy. Like yeah. sword fighting, <laughs> which mm. looks like... It's not even like theatrical. Yeah. 
uh, action kind of skills. Heard, it's just like waving a sword. Yeah, but it, it, I heard Alan Rickman broke Kevin Costner's sword about seven times when he <laughs> shot the final. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also hilarious. But it makes it authentic in an, yeah. in another way yeah. uh, as well. Uh, you you mentioned Mel Brooks' Men in Tights. Oh, yes. Uh, and you think it's funny, Matilda? It has like half and half, I think. Yeah. Half of it is just like super tired, annoying Mel Brooks jokes. It, it's not prime it's like, Mel Brooks. No, no. Where it's, it's just like, oh my prime. God, shut up. <laughs> we just are super annoyed at this like bad humor. But then half of it is brilliant. Where <laughs> you can tell like, okay, they watched this movie and they thought of the exact same thing that I thought of mm. watching that. Mm. Uh, which is funny. And they make fun of a lot of the stuff that you're... You're kind of accepting when you watch the old movies, but you're really not because it's still weird that all of them have tights. Yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, that's actually super smart. And it's the it's the smaller jokes in that movie that are really good. And that's why I love it. And also Dave Chappelle. Mm. Like, yeah. he's amazing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and actually... And actually Carrie, Carrie, Carrie Elves is yes, really good. He I was think. actually offered a role uh, in, in Prince of, of Thieves. But I turned it down because he didn't like the script. What a mistake. <laughs> it could have been big. He could have been in the yeah. best film Instead, ever. he just plummeted until we saw him in Saw and then he disappeared. Yeah. You mock my pain. Life is pain, Highness. Anyone who says differently is selling something. No, but I, I like it. But it's like you have to... And we have another cameo in it. It's not Sean Connery coming at the end. It's oh yeah, it's Sir Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> That's hilarious. Speaking some kind of made-up Scottish Sean Connerish oh, yeah. kind of English. <laughs> it's hilarious. Weird. Love it. But but one of the sad things about the film is that Mel Brooks can't help to do in jokes about his earlier great films. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and. He doesn't even trust that the viewer will remember those. So he has to say that when he appoints a new sheriff, mm. a, a yeah. colored guy, then they say, what? A black guy is a sheriff? Then one of the characters have to turn to the camera and say, hey, it worked in Blazing Saddles. Yeah. In <laughs> case we didn't understand that. Joke. Yeah, exactly. And it's that kind, kind of, of jokes sad. where you're like, oh my God, I, you don't have to... Like, and sex jokes from the 16th century. Yeah, yeah, and it's also these kinds of jokes where it's like, oh, your name is Latrine? That's weird. <laughs> yeah, it used to be shithouse. It's like, what? <laughs> really? No, like, oh fun. my god, the level. That's a great script, right? <laughs> and Achu. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Blinken. Yeah. Did you say Abe Lincoln? No, it's like, hey, Link- Blinken. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> well, that's fun. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's on the border. Right? Yeah. Like, Should we move yeah. on to a much more serious yes. Oh, yes. interpretation? Let's go yes. serious. Why so serious? He comes at me with the knife. Why so serious? All right. Let's be serious then. Okay. Let's talk Ridley Scott's Robin Hood, Mm. 2010. More of an origin story. Yeah, Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like a prequel almost to to Prince of Thieves. (laughs) 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 Oh my God, (laughs) this moment when everything reveals itself. (laughs) Um, No, but as you you said uh, earlier on, like Russell Crowe, he's fairly old to play 
Robin Hood coming home from the Crusades. Mm -hmm. But I like the interpretation in this one. It, when it came out, it didn't get too much praise from critics, but re-watching it now, I'm, yeah. I like it. Mm. I think it's a thing where, where you saw Gladiator, it's a lot of years apart, but still, Gladiator is pretty close to this movie. Mm. And when you're watching it, you're like, oh, it's just another Gladiator in another setting. But now, when it's been like 10 years, that's not an issue anymore. No. And um, I mean, it's also really got like the craftsmanship of making yeah. the movies there. Mm. So it's, it's, I think it's really well uh, narrated uh, yeah. throughout. And I also like to take that Robin isn't Robin, mm. that the, it's just an archer and they're yeah. uh, fleeing from the, the war and they don't believe in the king's mission. They're like so tired of fighting. How can we get out of this? Yeah. Um, and then the whole side plot with the Godfrey, right? They're calling him the Mark Strong character who's plotting mm. uh, oh, yeah, right. yeah. against the... Mark Strong is always good. Yeah. Uh, and they have that run-in in the forest when they actually kill the, the real Robin of Loxley. Yeah. Because he's carrying the crown of, of the king back home. Um, and they're going to steal the crown and yeah make a whole play on it. And that's when this random archer from the army uh, gets the sword from Robin of Loxley. Like, return mm. yeah. to my home in Nottingham. Exactly. Talk to my father. Like I need, I need to tell him I love him. Basically, that's mm -hmm. that's what he's asking him to go and do. It's also kind of like a daring move, I wouldn't say, but that uh, Robin and like his his group of mm. of friends that they actually run away from the war. Mm. And you're supposed to have this heroic character that's going to save the day, but they actually like when they hear the king is dead, they actually run away from the war. Mm. Yeah. Which is quite new. Yeah, and because I love that they did that. Yeah. yeah, but I think they know they're like they're screwed. Yeah, I know. but <laughs> uh, still, in like a proper like epic battle movie, you would like stick to the end, of defend course, the king. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but I like that take. Um, not super fond of the whole planting of uh, him having this heritage of his father being a mason, but also kind of led the people thing. Mm. Uh, yeah. It feels a bit forced, but yeah, I guess it it gives you an explanation of why he actually goes Maybe why Loxley accepts him as his fake son. Yeah, exactly. Because he knows yeah. that this is like the yeah. son of someone. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. But it also explains why he would go there with a sword and all the, the coins they steal. Because yeah. if he, if he yeah, hadn't that he? like backstory, yeah. he would just run off to the woods and... Yeah, screw everything kind of thing. But it's a good film. Yeah, yeah I like, I actually like it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very well made, Yeah, I think. And it's not... Some it, stuff like, is not that great, but... But, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's the best Marion we've ever had. Oh, I'm Kate sorry. Blanchett. Yeah, Kate Blanchett. Yeah. How good is she in this She's one? She's amazing, yeah. Like she looks... Carrying the whole movie. <laughs> regal the entire time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I sleep with a dagger. If you so much as move to touch me, I will sever your manhood. You understand? Thanks for the warning. And um, when they get to Nottingham, it's just like a few cottages on a field. Like yeah. there's no 
epic super design mm. city or anything. It's just like, yes. yeah, this is what it was. Yeah. It's farmers, basically. Yeah, it feels like the most accurate, or I don't know how accurate you can be with Robin Hood, but... Since he didn't most, exist. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. But, but it feels more timely authentic. and yeah. authentic yeah. than the other ones. Yeah. There's no space yeah. kind of castles. No, yeah. Exactly. Okay. But I think it suffered a lot from all the scriptory rights it had. Um, oh, yeah. They spent $6.7 million on script rewrites, wow. which, is which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the original script for it was actually to paint Robin Hood as a, more as a like proper thief mm. and painting Nottingham as the more the of, hero. Sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah, the sheriff of, yeah. of Nottingham. Which is an interesting term. Yeah. yeah. And Russell Crowe was actually set to play the sheriff uh-huh. in yeah. that part. Yeah. And then they switched it, and he was supposed to play both characters. Yeah, which didn't happen, obviously. But that would be that weird. Would been, that would have been kind of an interesting yeah. thing to see as well. Yeah. I think because, but, I mean, because the Robin Hood myth <laughs> is so practical because you can twist it in yeah. so many ways. Yeah, and, and like try different ways of seeing. Mm. The movie never changes. It can't change, but every time you see it, it seems different because you are different. You can't change anything because it's already happened. You may as well smell the flowers. So, now we reach 2018 and the latest Robin Hood, Taron Egerson. Uh, and he doesn't wear green ties. They did something completely different with this one, I think. It's kind of uh, it's kind of like uh, that King Arthur movie, the new one, where they're supposed to, they're, they want to do something modern and something mm. new. With the still in the, the same the guy setting, King Arthur. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it feels like one of those that you want to do something modern mm. with an old tale. Yeah. Uh, so it's very far from the thirty-eight version of yeah. <laughs> Robin Hood. Let's <laughs> say, well, yeah. that's fresh. Yeah, <laughs> good. Good. But London did some VFX shots for the film. Yes. What, what kind of show? Uh, they did uh, most of it was CG arrows and bolts. Obviously, and there's, there's a, a lot, lot, of, lot those. of those. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a specific look in this one, and they wanted this uh, dusty hit, which I'm not sure if this is why, but I think that it might be a thing where they want to modernize it as mm. well. Looking at this movie, feels like they've done like a modern war somehow yeah. mm. and uh, so it feels like bullets yeah but it's arrows so it's kind and of and they wanted him to, to be so fast so that he can shoot arrows almost like a machine gun exactly kind of like yeah. but that's yeah. actually historically accurate which is something you might not see in the context of the rest of the movie because it's so uh, conceptualized and mm. modernized um, but there's a Danish archer that lives now mm. and uh, he's dug up like all these historical pictures of how shortbow archers mm. uh, used to fight and they were super quick and they shot a lot of arrows in like horseback riding over the shoulder kind of almost what you would imagine mm. being trick shots yeah. um, and there's also stories in in uh, Uh, historical texts about they could shoot five arrows in uh, one jump Uh, and this Danish archer he's uh, uh, putting all of this to test and he like he's devoted so many years of uh, like reviving this uh, lost archery uh, tradition that's amazing Um, and he like uh, has a 
a clip as well on YouTube where someone shoots an arrow at him mm. and he shoots an arrow <gasps> on that arrow coming towards him. <laughs> so all of this, like the the, because they have this training montage in this one as well, where yeah. Jamie yeah, Fox and uh, yeah. uh, uh, Tyrone is um, practicing in yeah. his uh, Loxley Castle. And you can see him like deflecting the the arrows, mm. and that's also probably based on this uh, yeah. archery. So that's proper Robin Hood for real. Yeah, yeah. They actually went right. through a quite extensive training uh, in shooting bow and arrow mm. uh, because they shot everything without arrows yeah. on set, obviously. Mm. So they had quite a bit of training, which is but pretty cool. That, that must be hard actually do to that. Like, pretend that you shoot an arrow. That's uh, one of the hardest things ever. We've and you don't know if it's possible or not to fix it until yeah. when. Well, We've done a lot actually. of arrows during the years, and yeah. it's one of the hardest part. And also weapon extension uh, is something that it's super tricky to get right because it's super wobbly if yeah. you don't actually have an arrow there or uh, a sword or a knife or whatever. Mm. Um, this is one mm. thing that we do quite often and stabilize people's hands and shoulders and arms and everything. Yeah. Um, we actually got a sequence to look at from one production that I'm not going to name mm-hmm. here where it was extras in the background uh, were supposed to shoot arrows. And they had no training whatsoever. So it was like one guy, he wasn't uh, really pulling the arrows. So he just stood there with the bow and did nothing. Which is like, yeah, but you have to move your arm. (laughs) (laughs) And there was one just shooting arrows and not reloading with new arrows. So it's like, where are you supposed to get these arrows from? You're not standing there with a hundred arrows at once. Yeah. And like, so this happens a lot. Uh, so apparently it's super tricky to get it right. But, but I think that's cool set. in uh, in this uh, latest Robin Hood that uh, when he actually holds the arrows in his firing hand. Mm. Oh, yeah. So geeking out here on the bow and arrow <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> skills. <laughs> but expert. but this is from the also from this tradition that instead of uh, like having them in the ground as you do when you shoot longbow and you're you know, on those battle lines, you mm. just put all the arrows in front of you and you pull them out of the ground to shoot them. And also a longbow takes a lot of strength to actually fire. Mm. <clears throat> so then you can't do this kind of trick shots. Um, but with a short bow, it's a much quicker weapon and it's a, a close combat type of weapon. Um, so you were holding the arrows in the, the same hand. It's hard to illustrate just talking about this, but basically between each finger, hmm. uh, or you would have arrows, so you would hold like... So it's what? kind of like the Men in Tights poster. Kind where of, it has like yeah. five arrows Plenty at once. Plenty of arrows. <laughs> They're like glued together, <laughs> and he shoots them all at once. But this, is, uh, this removes the whole motion of having to draw a yeah. new arrow, so you can just... Pull the string, yeah. basically. Yeah. So. So that was the what this extra was doing then. Yeah, yeah. most likely. Yeah, he was like, ah, I'm, I'm the best ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. But back in the days of Errol Flynn's Robin Hood, they obviously didn't have any CG arrows, uh, but they did have a professional archer called Howard Hill, who then shot the extras for real. <laughs> they, they kind of padded the stuntmen and bit players with balsa wood 
covered protective metal plates. And then they paid them $150 for each arrow that Howard Hill shot at them. So he shot them. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness for CG arrows. It's amazing. (laughs) And no no one died, as far as I know. Well, that's good. But I I, I like the... uh, what they're trying to do with the the new Robin Hood, the, it's a fresh take on the story, I think, as well. The mapping of the characters and they're bringing it back a bit from the Ridley Scott Robin mm-hmm. Hood to the more traditional, but then dressing it, it as a like a, yeah. a very modern look on everything. And um, there's Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, He's yes. always great. Yeah, yes, that's true. yeah. Yeah. No one's saying be there. No one's saying stop that. No one's saying see here. Free to run around all day. Free to do it my way. Oh, I just can't wait to be king. <laughs> I just can't wait to be king. Well, Robin Hood has been retold and remade so many times. Uh, I found two more examples. Have you heard about Rocket Robin Hood? What? That's an animated Canadian TV series where Robin Hood is in space. <laughs> I would love to see that. I need to see that one. And there's a German B-movie from 2012 called Ghosts of Sherwood where Robin is killed and returns as a bloodthirsty zombie together <gasps> with his merry man. Sounds like something <laughs> for me. <laughs> so what kind of Robin Hoods haven't we seen yet? What, what, what kind of take on the story would you like to see in the future? I think I would want to see one of those, but maybe in like a full production, like a maybe higher budget. So mm-hmm. you do it as a Pride and Prejudice and Zombie oh, yeah. version of it, which oh, I yeah. love. Yeah. A lot of people don't, but no, I, I saw do. it the other week. It's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Really I good. love it. Yeah. I love the take on it, and I think that's like that's just me. I'm like I love these kinds of movies, but uh, that's how you do a fresh take on something that's been done a lot of times. Mm. I searched. Uh, for Robin Hood on IMDb and I think it was 33 entries that came up mm. that's been made over the years. Mm. Um, so, like, you need to do something completely different to stand out. Which I think that this new Robin Hood tried to do. Yeah. Well, I'm super traditional. Robin Hood is so close to heart. Mm. Uh, so it's it's hard yeah. to make... Uh, I don't want to see like a in space Robin Hood or I mean, <laughs> without it, bow and arrows. Yeah, yeah, it needs to be the bow and arrows. You might not need to be historically accurate with tights and things like that. But maybe we are, should. Are the, are the tights like, historically correct? They are most likely. Really? Yeah, I mean what? that's <laughs> <laughs> depending on how you design them. I don't think they were that green. <laughs> No, I think the the green thing comes from the Errol Flynn film because it was Technicolor and the way that Technicolor that process showed colors. Yeah, I think that's where the myth comes. But I would like to see a more Ridley Scott type of more accurate, more dark and gritty kind of uh, movie, but where Robin is uh, female. Oh, yes. A female Robin would be nice. That I, would be I would love to great. see that. Because yeah. you could play with it since also, there's like all the hooded, you, like, and it's a bow and arrow mainly. So there's yeah. no, like, m- you don't have to have a proper uh, knight muscle hood strength behind it. It's yeah. more skills uh, yeah. and yeah. M- more of a kind of a uh, assassin-like skill yeah. set you need to have. Yeah. I think that could be super cool. Also, because we need to, like, all the Marians in all the Robin Hoods, 
except for Kate Blanchett, has been ridiculous. Yeah. I'm sorry, but like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> but maybe that, but, that, that could be the, the yeah. plot. Like, yeah. Maybe Robin, that she Marion is, the, is like, Robin Hood. Maybe like the woman behind the man and she gets like some sort of revival and where she's actually brilliant and doesn't yell Robin in a super annoying way yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> you great. just do the whole plot twist. Yeah. Robin of Loxley, he's married to Marion, yeah. or at least a uh, love interest. And then... Marion is Robin in the hood. Oh, yes. I Robin think, in yeah. the hood. <laughs> Robin in the hood. I want to see that version. <laughs> oh, the rapper version. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Robin in the hood. There is a, a kind of rap. At, in the Mel Brooks film. Oh yeah, Men in Tights. Not Amazing. <laughs> so, before we wrap it up, if you have to pick one favorite Robin Hood from all these 111 years of cinema Robin Hoods, which one? I want to say the Disney version because it's so close to heart, but I had a great time watching Prince of Thieves. Mm. Like, that absolutely deserves another view. But I mean, view. Th- that film is good, but is Kevin Costner the best Robin Hood? No, he's not. Oh, you mean the character Robin yeah. Hood? Yeah, I think the Disney version. I love him. The fox. Yes, the fox. Love him? And does this prisoner return your love? Marion, my darling. I love you more than life itself. Oh, young love. Anton's going to say Kevin Costner. (laughs) (laughs) Don't spit on Kevin. (laughs) Um, Oh, it's so tricky. I mean, I I definitely enjoy Errol as well. Mm. Uh, Also has a ridiculous hairstyle. What's up with the hair on Robin Hood? All, all, of, all, all, all Robin Hoods mm. have Most had of the time he always wears that hair. silly little hat, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> he has this weird bang. Yeah, sorry. No. Yeah. No, but I, I need. Well, I. Yeah. I would be lying if I'm not saying Kevin. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good How old Kevin. How about Unison? Well, Errol. Yeah, obviously. Of course. of course. And actually, I think Carrie Elves is a pretty oh, yeah, good pretty Robin Hood yeah. in Men in Tights. Yeah. But he's par- doing a parody of Errol Flynn, obviously. Yeah. And Errol Flynn was, well, he was actually doing a parody of Douglas Fairbanks. So mm. maybe I should then say <laughs> Dog Fairbanks. <laughs> I believe I can prove that Galway extensions are covering spaces, that everything, everything is connected, that it's all part of the same subject. When was the last time you ate? So... Many thanks for coming, and let's hope for many new great Robin Hood films in the yes, future. <laughs> and you out there, thanks for listening. If you want to see some of the Robin Hoods that we talked about, there will be links, obviously, at goodbyecancerstudios.com. Until next time, goodbye, a bientôt, a wiederhören, vi hörs. Så fick Robin Hood sin Marian till sist. Slutet gott som i de flesta sagor. Hoppsam vilken dag Hodelärig, hodelärig, hoppsam En sån dag